Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're very welcome to Tuesday afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio on Halloween Day, the 31st of October. Are you all set for the evening? Lots of trick and treaters calling, bonfires, fireworks, even though they're illegal, will all be going on all over the place this evening and uh, well early on it's going to be good give you a little weather forecast the rain is on the way and Storm Kieran is approaching Ireland tomorrow and into Thursday as well we'll have more about that a little bit later on the show lots of uh, heavy waters and flooding particularly in North Louth at the moment and you really do need to check out your travel arrangements or where you're going and beware of the rain on the way over the next couple of days anyway it is Halloween and enjoy it happy Halloween to everybody out there I'm sure there's a frenzy of excitement in houses at the minute as children are getting dressed up and ready to go out and call on neighbours doors and trick or treat good luck to you all I hope you have a great evening and Everybody comes off safe and well. Welcome to the show. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text if you want to get in touch with me this afternoon. But we're going to the place where Halloween began to begin the show today. Yes, at Boy, where standing by is the embodiment of the goddess Clotha. Fiona Dalton, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jerry. It's not Fiona. This is actually Clotha coming to say hello and I'm very pleased that you actually got my name right. <laughs> so we, I came on today just to wish you and your listeners a happy Samhain. But I do have to go now to pick up the people coming on my tour at 2 o'clock. So blessings to you all and uh, have a great afternoon. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I wish I could be over there with you on the tour today. It's going to be fantastic. You're magical. You're wonderful. Look, let me tell the listeners. Hi, Jerry. This is Fiona. Sorry, clock just <laughs> ran out the door. So she just, wanted, she just wanted to come on and say thank you for getting her name right because a lot of people actually can't pronounce it. So there you go. Oh, simply brilliant. Simply brilliant. Well done to you. Oh, my God. You know the actress is in there for sure. And <laughs> you're fantastic. Anyway, you are. Yes, clock is about to take people on a tour of Ad Boy. Look, just for our listeners today, uh, Halloween, the Hill of Clock, the Ad Boy trim area, it's where it all began. They say, is that the, 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 the truth of the matter in terms of Halloween in Ireland is it, or is it in the world? Actually, it's here in Ireland, Jerry. Here in Athboy, we've got a, a hill up the uh, road here called the Hill of Ward, and it's known to Clockta to the local people here mm. in the area. It's a, and Clockta herself is buried up on that hill over, she's 3,000 years ago. So she is the fire goddess of Samhain, who is supposedly actually buried up there, which is just outside the town here in Athboy. And also called Clotha in honour, which is one of the most sacred and Celtic sites and where she was celebrated every single Halloween through an ancient fire. So it is the origin in this little country of ours, Ireland. It's where it all began. And what they did was there was a bonfire lit there, wasn't there, on the, uh, the Celtic New Year? That's right. So at the end of the Celtic year, a fire was lit on her hill. And then the embers would have been brought down and lit on other Celtic hills and people's houses and uh, to light up the actual night and to celebrate coming into the new year. 
And Clock to herself was a very tragic story. Her father was a deity for sure and adored by people millennia ago. But she died very young in childbirth. Yes, um, she was very, very well revered. Her father was a sun god and um, she she travelled along with him. But when she was having her three, she had three boys um, and when she gave birth and she actually dialed in childbirth childbirth but that was very common back then back in those days mm. um even though she died they went on to be leaders of leinster munster and connacht so yeah they went on to be really big leaders but she tragically died quite young the magic of halloween endures now i know it's changed a lot and there's i would say it's become hugely americanized in this country with aspects of it but the true spirit of it remains at the heart Absolutely. And it's through people's traditions as well. So going back to the time of the famine, so a lot of people would have emigrated uh, all over the world. And of course, they would have brought their traditions with them. So I suppose when people went to America, white turnips were, were hard to find. So the nearest thing they could find was pumpkins and easier to carve as well. Mm, I remember the the uh, turnips. My God, you could lose your fingers uh, carving yeah, the turnips. <laughs> that is, and I, like I remember from my uh, youth, I have to say, Fiona, there was no such thing as a pumpkin. These are absolutely mo- not. Yeah. No, I mean, I know I've met people up in the hill in the last couple of years, and they actually bring up a carved turnip up to the actual hill itself and place it there every year, so they know that they they're going to have good blessings for the year. And as we enter, you know, the, 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 the darkness prevails with the clocks changing the weekend, of course, for the next while, right up to Christmas. And, you know, it's a time of year when the ancient Celts, they actually rested, didn't they? They went with the seasons. They weren't running about like mad things and they didn't have electricity or lighted cities or places like that where they lived. No, absolutely not. And of course, um, the veil, as you know, the veil between the two worlds, the living world and the underworld, is quite small. Mm. So they were able to come back and forth in within a couple of days. Um, for three or four days, they were able to go back and forth through the living world and the underworld. So yeah, I, they, I presume they were probably having a great time as well. Yeah, so that thin veil between the worlds, they moved between. So in other words, and did people come back from the other world to this world of ours or was it just one way traffic oh I'm saying to come back as well but I mean like they do, they do say that if you do go out tonight the veil is quite thin and the spirits are around so people had to disguise themselves to dress up so they wouldn't be taken away to the other world I see. So, look, you better uh, be careful when you're out and about tonight. There is Absolutely. Be taken away to the dark world, <laughs> never to be seen again. Maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> but there is more of a chance of encountering, you know, the spirit world at this time of the year. And that still holds firm in, in the uh, central uh, uh, beliefs of, of the Celtic, Celtic tradition, as you said. So, look, at Boy uh, and the Hill Award and all there, it must be a frenzy round there today tonight um it is so the closing ceremony will be coming down from the hill uh it's only a couple of people so everyone is congregating in athboy in the fair green so the puka festival are inviting people to write messages to the gods or to their descendants and they in turn will be thrown into the pit and be lit by the fire of clocka Right. So, so the intentions will be. Yeah, know, yeah, I under, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a great tradition that. So, will many go to the hill? No, as the hill is on private land, is actually closed. Right. Normally, but I'd say there'll probably just be a couple of people on the hill, hmm. as it's it's a main road as well, and it's quite dark. So they want people to congregate here in the fair green, and then there'll be a couple of people coming from the hill with the actual flame. And you are taking people round as well to point out this, that and the other. Give us a few examples of of what's there to see. So then I would start off in the fair green, so tell the story of Clockta herself and all the different Celtic um, hills around and what explain the whole part of her. And then we would probably go on to the likes of um, Owen O'Growney. So he would be... um, one of the main leaders of the Irish Gaelic League. And he was the one that sort of saved our Irish language when we were under British rule back in those days. And of course, we have 
the famous Connacht Street. And in honour of the thousands of people uh, from Drogheda escaping the Cromwell seat of the town to head out west by passing through at Boy, as this is where the ford or the river crossing of the Pale was located. So hence saying to hell or Connacht, as they would have certainly perished by staying in Drogheda. Mm, interesting, the links, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and then we have local churches, and so it is, it's quite, it's quite a historical place. We live, and I think that's often lost on people, Fiona, in, in such an historical part of the world. Don't we here in the North East? We have so much going way back. It was interesting. I actually met a couple of local people that live in Athboy and didn't actually know a lot of the stuff on the tour. So they were, they were like, oh, my God, I actually live here. And I didn't know that. So, yeah, absolutely. It's great. You've been uh, the embodiment of Clockta for a few years now. Yeah, so we set up um, Clock the Awalia, so Clock that Comes Home. And uh, I am a tour guide myself. I had a career change. I was a secretary for over 30 years. And then I decided a complete change 10 years ago after I moved to Navan. So I retrained as a tour guide uh, with a year in college. And then I worked as a guide in Trim Castle for a couple of weeks. So then um, I developed a second living history showcase to promote Clockta. Um So it is premiered about five years ago and it's a half an hour floor show where I sort of tell the story, interactive story of Clockta. So um, the, the audience get involved as well. So it is, um, so we're hoping, um, we're doing, actually doing it again um, tonight as well, which is great. So, and on the back of that, um, this year we're putting a two-hour walking tour, including as well, and we're launching that properly in um, next year for St. Patrick's Day. And we're also designing a version we brought into primary schools as a cultural educational class. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, bringing people into the locality, bringing people back to the home of Halloween and telling them what's happening in the area. Mm. And, you know, it's, it, it's terrific. And, and, and there are so many aspects of this. And Puka is big. You'll see it on the television screens being Absolutely. promoted as well. And yeah. it's growing year on year. And uh, there is a real opportunity here for, for lots more as well. But when you think about it as well, Fiona, uh, this was almost lost. Uh, you know, the Celts were there, but then Christianity arrives and it almost faded completely, but it was saved. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, like uh, when Christianity came in, a lot of the old books uh, from Pagan Ireland were all burnt and everything. So even St. Patrick tried to put a, a church on the, the Hill of Ward, but uh, Clockton made sure it didn't stay, stay up very long. <laughs> 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 there you go. The powers are there. You might not believe oh, yeah. it. So, um, will it end today with Halloween or do, does your aspect go on for a few days into next weekend? Um, so the festival finishes today. Yeah. Um, so this tour will be going live in the new year. Okay. And it will be all year round. It will be every Tuesday at 2pm. So um, if you go through my website, it's a uh, Dalton's Musical History Tour dot com. So Dalton's Musical History Tour is my other tour business. I'm a singing tour guide in Dublin. So everything is coming through my website at the moment. Lovely. Uh, before we finish, do you think you could invoke Clockta just once more to come back and say goodbye to listeners? Hang on a second. She just. Uh, I'll just give her Clockta. Hang on two seconds. Well, hello, Jerry. Um, I hear you want to talk to me again. Just to say goodbye to listeners on this Halloween day and wish them well as all the trick-or-treaters get ready to go out this evening and do their thing. Absolutely. So, boys and girls, hope you dress up into your, your disguises because you never know, the spirits will come out and catch you. So I wanted to wish yourself, Jerry, and all your listeners a very happy Samhain. Thank you, Clockter. God bless. Thank have a good day. Have a good day and good evening. Take care. Thanks for joining me, Fiona. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. She's gone into the atmosphere somewhere. There you have it. It's all happening in at Boy Hill Award, home of Halloween in Ireland, where it all began.
and setting the scene for the evening ahead. Late lunch, LMFM Radio. Coming up after two on late lunch, the scare levels go through the roof. Louise and I are at Pharmaphobia. Don't miss it. Coming up after two on this show. Uh, just to mention to you as well, if you have any pictures or videos of places that are in trouble water-wise with floods or access or anything like that, do send them in to us, 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Or if you're in trouble anywhere uh, with water issues today or over the coming days, get in touch with us here on LMFM Radio and we'll be only too delighted to tell everybody about it. Thank you for doing that for us and people will appreciate it. I promise you the scream levels are about to go through the roof because pharmaphobia, yes, thrilling people again this year anyway in the past we paid a visit to pharmaphobia myself and louise walsh my producer and mother of god how me heart stood up i'll never know let's relive pharmaphobia on late lunch this afternoon Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> look who's here sit down. hello in you go sit down Welcome to the facility, or should I say the feel well facility. That's what we used to be called before we expanded. <laughs> Over you go and get your injection before you go in. In Denver, my dear. <laughs> Athlete's feet, it's so lovely. It's like parmesan cheese, isn't it? <laughs> Do you have athlete's feet? I can smell it. Yes. <laughs> Louise, I knew there was something in the office. I couldn't put my finger on it. I know now. <laughs> yes, I can smell it. Did you do a poo, sir? <laughs> oh, it's so bad, Yes, I think you did a poo. I can smell it. That chicken tikka. I shouldn't have had the chicken yes. tikka this evening. Yes, very nice. Yes, you may go in now. <laughs> And remember, once you come in, you might never go out. <laughs> yes, welcome, welcome to facility. Surgery time. I hope you washed your bits, sir. <laughs> oh, the doctor will like you. <laughs> you, yes, you'll do perfectly. <laughs> God Almighty. Louise! Louise! Louise, come back here, quick! Don't leave me. Which way are we going? Are we going left or right? This way, is it? This way. It's dark. I can tell you, it's really dark in here. Flashing lights everywhere. You hear that noise? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. What's around that way? Look, go left. What's wrong with your man? He's looking very pale in the face, isn't he? He's just after seeing you. <laughs> Thanks a million. Oh, jeez. Oh, Christ almighty. Oh, my God almighty. I get that reaction all the time. <laughs> Here, Louise, go ahead. You're braver than me. Go on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, my heart. Oh, Jesus! Holy Saint Christopher! Shut the frightened day. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. There's someone having a dinner in a few weeks. Look. <laughs> oh my God Almighty! Thank God. There's a few little. Oh Jesus! Stop! Oh my God Almighty! Please! Help me! Please! 
Louise, that boy's looking funny at you there. Look at that poor crater on the chair, look. Oh, keep moving. Keep moving, keep moving. I think we're near the end. Oh, holy God almighty. Look at this poor crater coming on a drip. I wasn't factoring I wasn't factoring on buying chips for her <laughs> in the valley on the way home. Oh Christ almighty! Oh my heart! Is that fear I smell? <laughs> smell! It's more than fear! I didn't do enough when I went to the bathroom! Oh, oh my god. I don't think we were down this way before. What's that? That's a nun. We're leaving. I can assure you, love, we're leaving. Oh. Oh. We made Oh, Louise, Louise. Louise, feel that pulse. Do you feel that pulse racing? You're racing, Jerry. Oh. Oh, my God. I'm grand. I'm grand, but I'll tell you one thing. That is scary. Hugely. And you're expecting it to happen and it just gets you. And it you. still just gets you, doesn't it? Yeah. And then you know they're there and then you just can't get by them and you're going, don't, don't, don't go for me, don't go for me. Oh. Apologies for all the expletives you might have heard there, but they were genuine. They we weren't put on. Deirdre Morta, if that's a taster, if that's just a taster yeah. of what this is about. You get the picture, don't you? I get the picture. I do. I think the blood's after draining from my face there. Anybody, anybody ever given out about the health service again should come here. Come over here. Oh, oh my God, my God. On we go at Pharmaphobia at Causey Farm. Step on up. What are we getting into here? A morgue. Oh, my God. A morgue. Death drawer. A death drawer in the morgue. Louise, are you ready? No, but I'll have to. Will we do it? We'll have to. We'll do it for professional purposes. Hop up there. Move over in the bed. It's the first time I've been in bed with Louise Walsh, but it's a deadly bed we're heading into. Lie down. I hope they change the sheets. <laughs> Here we go. Oh my God. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh my God. What are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like you. Oh, you smell yummy. <laughs> oh, oh, me. Move it! Faster! We said faster! Hurry up! He's our only hand stands! He's our only stand! Are you scared? Oh my god! Are you scared? Hurry up! <laughs> Hello there! <Whoa. laughs> You're at the board now, boy! <laughs> Louise, you're brave! You're brave, Louise! You're so brave! Oh my god, I... Jeez, I'm in the black cap. Where am I? Oh! They have your name, Louise. Go on, Louise. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Louise! Louise! Don't leave me, Louise! Louise, where are you? Louise! I've never been in anything like this. I'm trying to push my way through, and it's closing in on me everywhere. Oh my god. Louise, are you ahead of me? Alright, that's not so bad. Louise is leading the way. Okay, I see light as well. I see light too. Let me out. Let us out here. Oh, thank God. That's grand. That's grand. That's a lot better. Oh! Why did they ever decide to come over here? Go on. Go on. That boy's chained to the wall there. Where are we? Are we all right? Oh my God. I think she's gone. 
I think, Louise, I think they have her. Louise. <laughs> oh my God almighty. Don't do that to me. Oh, oh. Oh, now we're, now it's getting very tight and low ceiling. Look at this. Are you okay, yeah? Oh, the name. Oh, we're all right. Here, we're going towards the light. We're okay. We're okay. Oh, no. I thought we were out. Them bones, them bones need calcium. Them bones, them bones need... Oh, yuck. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Strobe lights flashing on and off in the darkness. Oh, all right, Louise. I'll tell you one thing. That frightened the S H one dot T out of you. It really did. And me saying how brave she was and how great she was. Oh, in the name of. What is that? What is that? Where are you? What way are you gone? Down here. Okay. Don't leave me, Louise. Louise, don't leave me. Louise, don't leave me. Don't leave me, Louise. Oh, in the name of God, go away! Fresh meat. Fresh meat. Fresh meat. He's looking for fresh meat. Shoot <laughs> butchers is where you should be heading, mate. Oh, we're all right, we're all right, we're all right, we're out now. <laughs> Into the mist, look at this, we've just come out. We're in a dense fog. It hasn't got that foggy outside, has it already since we've come in? Little steps, little steps, little steps, little steps. Are we okay? Yeah. Do you know where we are? Are we out? Oh, 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 you got a good old start in there, didn't you have a fright? Oh, wow. That was the scariest ever. <laughs> and it wasn't so much the actual ghouls or whatever, but that, that thing, that like the bouncy castle that you had to go through, yeah. I, I thought I'd never get out. Yeah, I, I just felt that closing in on me. Close. Hillbilly country. <laughs> hey, y'all. Y'all going down to the maze? You ain't going to survive down there. No, my boy's going to get Very little light in here, just such a little, tiny little fairy lights along the way guiding us along. It looks real eerie, Louise, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Between the moon as well and yeah, and the fog. The moon and the sky tonight. Louise, we're just out for a, a nice stroll. leisurely autumn walk, aren't we? Yeah, a nice stroll in the evening. Ah, that's it. Not a bother. Looking for some wildlife. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! Where did he come from? Jeepers, I thought that was just part of a of a bush there or something. The next thing, it walked towards me, and it's not Kate either. There's a boy here. Oh, quick, 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 move! There's a boy with an axe. There's a boy with an axe chasing us. Oh no! Yes, you're with late lunch on this Tuesday afternoon, Halloween day. How me heart survived that trip to pharmaphobia, I will never know. They know how to scare. And this evening when you're out and about and it gets dark, well, you never know what you'll encounter. But well done. Just uh, finishing up uh, their 2023 season there. And I'm sure they'll be back bigger and bolder and more scarier than ever next time round. Late lunch. Time for this on Tuesday. It's time for our Two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. Playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. I'd be number, number one. one. We were so close. Two on Tuesday. Yes, in the early 80s, there was an anti-disco backlash. And this one came out from Star Sound, a Dutch novelty pop act. Around in the 80s, but not since. Yes, our two on Tuesday is Star Sound and Stars on 45. Ah, yeah. 
the number two on Tuesday. Did you know all the Beatles songs there? Well, Venus was the intro. Sugar Sugar by the Archies was the second one on it. And then the Beatles. No reply. I'll be back. Drive my car. Do you want to know a secret? We can work it out. I should have known better. No man and you're going to lose that girl. Stars on 45 are number one from June 1981. So what kept it off top spot? Well, when I tell you this band, the song spent three weeks at number one and 11 weeks in the top 40 of the UK singles chart. Yes, it's about urban decay, deindustrialization, unemployment, violence in the inner cities and riots. Has anything changed? It's the specials and a cracker. It's Ghost Town, the number one. Specials and Ghost Town on your late lunch this afternoon. The number one that prevented our two on Tuesday. Star Sound Stars on 45 making it to number one in the charts. Up next on late lunch, our women with opinions have morphed just for Halloween into witches. Halloween has happened on late lunch for sure because... You are looking absolutely fantastic, ladies, because our women with opinions have morphed into witches with opinions today. I'm delighted to say hello again to Kira Burke, Carmel McCarthy and Sinead Kavanagh. Welcome back, ladies. You're looking fantastic. Well, I think we just match our personalities now. Absolutely. It's, Don't we almost look fantastic, it's, Jerry? It's you who said it, Kira. <laughs> it's you who said oh, it. Anyway, you look I amazing. Well done to everybody. <laughs> you really do look amazing as witches today. Thank you for joining me again on the show this Halloween day. We're going to talk about Halloween in a few moments. After the break, we will. But let's, as usual, talk about what's happening in the world today. I just have to begin with the war in the Middle East. And I have to tell you, all of you, I just can't look at the news anymore. Oh, it's horrific. I mean, if I see more children being killed or, you know, injured, whatever, it's just it just seems like um, do they even care? Um, like it, this is a war zone and um, there doesn't seem to be any safe passage for anybody. And I, I heard this morning that the Americans and the Israelis have said, no, this this war has to take place. It's there's. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No time for peacekeeping yet. They want to just get rid of Hamas. That's, they are just creating more Hamas, as I see it. Mm. They are educating more Hamas, the worse that this gets, and the more children that are, that are getting injured. Shocking. I couldn't agree with you more, Kira. And, you know, the more we look at it, I think all of us are becoming very much non-political because all we see is suffering of people there and suffering of innocent people children like um you know when you see the children crying needlessly and you know it pulls at everyone's heartstrings it's very very difficult for anyone to watch it because we all tend to shy away from the bad news now but by the same token we're still we're bombarded with this reality because we get it on TV, on social media, and we're helpless. And that's adding a hell of a lot more stress to our lives. I mean, like, what can we do? I mean, Bar put out uh, peaceful vibes, messages, pray for people, because we're helpless besides. And support the aid agencies uh, as well, yes. which is a good thing to do. But Sinead, like, what happened when Hamas went into Israel and slaughtered people, absolutely wrong, totally, totally wrong. What's going on now in Gaza and to see the children and the innocent people being caught up on this, wrong as well. Two wrongs. We'll never make a right. And it doesn't matter what way you look at it, I'm really caught on the whole part of this has happened to a nation before and the world was told so we can talk about it so it will never happen again. And yet my 18 year old turned to me yesterday and said, Mum, do you realise that there is no Palestinian class of 2023 or 2024 and never will be because those children have been eradicated. It has been stated by Israeli politicians in the past, publicly, that the only way to rid Palestine of the Palestinians is to take the head of the snake, to kill all childbearing, females of childbearing age. That's what's happening. But equally, I have to say, Hamas will say there should be no Israel. And, um, yes, you know, but not you, Palestinians as a whole. Uh, yeah, I know. Hamas. I, yeah, but, but, but Israeli politicians are saying there should be no Palestinians. Yeah, but uh, are so they saying so that? Hot. Are they really saying it's that? It's been said, and yes, it's been it said. It may have been in the past. But yeah. I, I understand when you're looking at these images, what else do you think is going on? But I have to, I have to say this again, that it, it appears here at the minute that neither can stand the other. Each believes that the other should be wiped off the face of the well, earth. Sure, you know, thinking back to our own situation years ago, I mean, um, we were colonised by Britain and we hated the Brits, we hated the English. I'm sure it's a very similar situation there. Um, they have sold, a lot of the Palestinians over the years have sold their land to the Israelis. And uh, so they have got rid of it by, you know, selling and, and trying to make some money. But in, in turn then... They, they have never been let get educated properly. They The Israelis never let the Palestinians get the great jobs. You know, if they had a degree, they nearly wouldn't take them on. They would only let them have um, have have work like in, in, say, menial jobs. So this has these these have been a nation that have been um, absolutely worn down. Going way back. Going way back. The enclaves have been set up so that at the flick of a switch, all of their humanitarian needs can be ceased. Literally, that's the way the enclave has been set up. They have all of the, the water sources, the electricity, the power. Everything can be just turned off like that. 
And I heard somebody no saying this this began on the seventh of October or wherever, but like this is going on it's for, going for hundreds years. of years. And and years, you have to and years. Say it's just going back an awful long time. Carmel, what, people, there has to be a ceasefire. There's no end to any war, bar there's talks or any conflict. Well, there and there has to be, and this is where I think the UN have to just you know shape up and say, listen, lads, you know we've got to go to the table and we've got to talk. Is the UN just a talking shop? Is it that what it looks I'm, like anymore? I, that's what it's looking like. So it has to show its back teeth at this stage because it's genuinely, from what I can see, isn't. And it's almost as though they're afraid. They're they're so uh, they're so politically correct. Yeah. They're afraid to open their mouths now. Get up off your butts and do something. The innocents on both sides are being slaughtered. Yeah. That's the reality. And you know they keep forgetting what happened before so it's it's repeating itself yes well isn't uh it's it's uh, it wasn't it george santiana said those who forget their past are doomed to repeat it so this will continue to re- repeat and repeat and repeat well, unless generational legacy yes mm. do you know Absolutely. that's and i mean the the in terms of people standing up and speaking out i know that the french and british french and uk um government have actually said despite being deemed as Israeli allies, they have said that, sorry folks, you have to allow humanitarian aid in. There is no way of not doing that. That is completely at odds with the Human Rights Conventions. So hopefully, we would hope in the next few weeks that something will be done in order to for them to realise that the world is watching. Years ago when this was going on, the same way as it would have been the troubles in the North and that, we didn't have the internet, we didn't have social media, we didn't yeah, have... The it cannot be hidden. Yes. It cannot be hidden. That's and the one great thing. But, but yet, as you said, as you said, people said never again. Yeah, never again. I hear those words. I hear yeah. what you're saying. And yet here we are standing by and looking at this. And as Carmel said, helpless. What can we do? Oh yeah. God, I and just for that reason I feel the same as you. Mm. I'm really struggling to. It's very difficult. Take to note of it on on screen. I just I I'm really. I think that there's such deep seated hate that none of us will ever understand. No one this side of the border, anyway. No. Um, and I think there is some such deep heated say. There's just so much hate that's going back for years and years, and every young man in Palestine is being educated by Hamas to join forces, and they're being brainwashed. And you know you can you can understand why they would join because Take they have to arms, fight for yeah. their their yeah. their life and their country, and then you can understand the Israeli side. But I don't think there's never going to be like war is never going to be the answer. Mm. Ne- war is no. never mm. the answer. But why do they keep coming back to this? Oh, stop! Why it's do they keep coming back to this? Why why can't we, they just it's all sit over down? a tract of land? We sure need it's like it's like a Ukraine. And like I mean, Ukraine. they have so little of the land yeah, left. Yeah. Really, does it matter that much? Do you know? The two-state solution uh, is something that needs to mm. happen, ultimately, that they live Absolutely. side by side and respect each other and believe they can both live in, in peace and harmony. But look, uh, we need a ceasefire. We need this to stop sooner rather than later and pray that it does happen. I want to move on to something else just back home here uh, has emerged in the in, in recent days. Uh, people coming to Ireland, you know, refugees from war. We talk about war again. People looking for asylum, etc. It seems now that the full-op signs are, are are happening in Ireland. Uh, what do you think, uh, Yeah, Carmen? well, I, I don't think... if the, Our problem is we can't take in many more. Uh, I th- don't think that the line was drawn clearly in the sand from the outset. So a lot of people who weren't genuine got in. Like, I've spoken to people who work on our border control and they've told me, like, you know... They stop people, they question them, they uh, go through all the, the processes with them, they refer them to the next stage and next thing they see them walking through. So we we have to tighten things up. That's not to say we shouldn't show uh, mercy towards genuine yes. people. Yes. But having said that, unfortunately, we've got the freeloaders coming in and the non-genuine ones coming in through our borders and... How are we going to sustain them? We can't. Well, uh, Carmel, I have to say, I don't actually call them freeloaders. I just call them people who are using a system that's there to to take. Mm. Um, Like, I feel that 
are we're the most generous country in Europe. Mother of God, sure, there, there's not one country giving what we we're giving to refugees, and they're, they're getting their house. So why would they work? So why they're getting their house and their dole two hundred and ten or two hundred and six a week, whatever it is? Why why would you work when you can go and get a bit of cash work? But but what what needs to happen is that they, like like I I agree with the guy who's who I don't know who said it the other day in the dole that they should have ninety days whereupon. They have to get a job. So you're hitting the ground running. You have a p- place to stay. You're hitting the ground running to look for a job. You have most of them have English. Most of them have a, a, a decent sort of English. And then let them let them work away. The people who have already come in that have have got the fantastic. Um, I know, like they're coming from a war torn situation. But there's plenty of people who are living here and just happy to just take and send back their their money mm. because they're not using it here. Um, so I feel that there needs to be much more structured structures put in place for the for the Ukrainians and for the refugees. Like we need people in this country. We need intelligence. And if you're intelligent enough to have got across on a boat and have survived, you're a bl- blooming survivor. You're going to be one of the best people that will arrive into this country. If you have left somewhere and you've made it intact into this country, there's a level of intelligence so and we need more of that. We need people and that is for sure. And there's lots of people come here with no hope. We have to say that as well. Yeah. But I, I hear what you're saying. Sinead, what do you think? We have a naivety of government. Um, there, you know, there's there's always this seeming thing that there's, there's money in the pot, there's money in the pot, let's share it. But uh, invariably, yet again, it's been shared where it's not... 100% deserve it when we have people who maybe are not genuine in terms of their arrival into the state and, and what they're seeking. Um, and as Kira said, that 90 day, I think absolutely that should have been there from the outset. It could have been there from the outset, but the naivety of our government and going, well, let's the, you know, Ireland, the Cade, may the fall to the land of the thousand welcomes. We can't be seen to do otherwise. Yeah, we actually can. We can be seen to have a bit of cop on. And, you know, our government just doesn't ever seem to grow up. Our government just seems to constantly be placating whoever it is they want to placate at a given time, depending on who's in power. Um, The 90 days thing just struck me there because I was speaking to somebody on a slightly unrelated matter, but to put it in context, um, women who are victims of domestic violence and are taken into our refuges have a 90 day period in emergency accommodation. That's all that can be afforded to give them. These are Irish women, Irish residents, whether they're from somewhere else or whatever. But them and their kids, they get 90 days and then they have to move on. You make the point very well. Let me take a short break. Uh, we're uh, talking to our women with opinions on late lunch today who are bedecked in Halloween witchery. And we're going to talk about Halloween when we come back. Stay with us on late lunch. Kira Burke, Sinead Kavanagh and Carol McCarthy tell me they arrived on their brooms today. Is that right, Carol McCarthy? On yeah, the broom? I came in on the broom. <laughs> sure, look, Jerry. I was I was coming up this way the other day from home and because we've a lot of, of roadworks on the Term and Feckin Road, I counted 14 different sets of traffic lights until I got here. And I thought, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I'll, I'll need a half an hour to get in here today. So I got out the broom. I kick-started it, <laughs> threw a drop of lighter fluid into it and I was in here in 10 minutes. Well done. I come here, you I see... the find my broom. Yeah. Well, wait till I tell you, you know, the guards could do nothing about me at the speed I was going because, like, I was going zoop. There's no points right. in the no sky. Point. No point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no white lines, no nothing. So I was... Air traffic man, control doesn't cover run, this far run, north. Run into a few coffee cups being, being delivered by Zoom, uh, by, uh, by robot. Do you know that your man up? Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know I ducked them. <laughs> oh, the drones, the drones. Oh, it's going to get drones. busier in yeah, the sky yeah. with the drones. Sinead Kavanagh, you have a story to tell. Like, Halloween today is quite different to Halloween uh, many moons ago, especially in my time. <laughs> But the games we played back then, the apple on the string, trying to get it, but I could never do that. Um, the head ducking for the coins. You did that. I'm old school. I My daughter grew up with that. That's, mm. you know, um, I just think that there's a there's an innocence that it's up to us to try and preserve in some way. And so, yeah, that was always um, that was always happened in our house. The, the plate of flour and the grape and the bobbin for apples with the money in the bottom and the, the snap apple out of the, the door frame. And you'd hope that somebody wouldn't break the door frame and end up with a black eye. Um, and then even the trick or treat. And it was never trick or treat. It was penny for the puka. 
was penny for the puka and you could be put through your paces at the door as well. I agree. Do you, you know, you could be something. put through the, your paces. Oh, yeah. If you wanted you something, have you'd have to trace. do your, your silly joke or your stupid dance we or whatever it should be. Yeah. Oh, you'd have your all songs, yeah. yeah. We'd sing. You'd have to. And, um, but what happened to you with your, the coins? Go uh, on. Ah, yeah. So myself and my little brother, Owen used to have our own little language. He was three years younger than me, so we used to have our own little language. And we'd lie on the floor underneath the television on the trolley, you know, the huge, big, massive box that that way we could turn it on and off because that was our job. Um, the one station. And we'd lie on the floor and we'd have our little chats together. Complete gibberish. But we had our little language. And as always, Halloween, we'd been out trick-or-treating. And what we got then was you got your monkey nuts you got your windfall apples you'd be lucky if you were lucky you got a, a little mandarin orange mm. or clementine and you'd get the shiny coins the shiny brown coins and uh, yeah yeah we were sitting on the floor looking at our shiny brown coins and I just thought I'd pop it in my mouth as you do just I uh, suppose because so it looked clean he- you didn't put your head under the water to get it no no, no I, think, I think that was probably came out of one of the bags it came out of the bag the, the, the mm. collection of the bag put in your mouth I just decided. No, I wasn't three, like. Mm. I was probably about six. Um, and I popped it in my mouth, I think because it was nice and shiny, because normally they wouldn't be that clean. So you wouldn't be putting it in your mouth otherwise. But it was a nice shiny one to put in my mouth. And uh, the next thing I sold it. <laughs> so, yeah. That Hospital. Was, that was, yeah. Hospital. On the back of the Triumph. The Triumph. I was on the, the no, I was on the crossbar. My brother's bike <laughs> and my mother was on the old Triumph. Down to Temple Street Hospital. Did I'm they get it out? No, they didn't get it out. Yeah, it the passed X-ray, through. And there it was there. And I had to crap in a little <laughs> yellow pot for three days <laughs> till it, it reappeared. <laughs> yeah. Kira yeah. Borg, Halloween, your memories. Well, we were, I was on a, I grew up on a farm. So uh, my father used to like, you know, rub his hands for Halloween because it'd be a great way of getting rid of a load of farm. <laughs> uh, so there was bags of 10, 10, 20 and big. Um, it was not it wasn't very uh, environmentally friendly, <laughs> but there was the biggest bonfire in the area. <laughs> And we'd have old tractor tires and we'd have, um, but we'd have the greatest fun and we'd have um, games, the usual games. Yes. And, uh, but I used to love when my mother would bring home that cake from, it was a place in Cork, it was a crowd in Cork and you used to cut it up and there was like 10 different things. Like so there was a rag, if you got the yes. rag in the in You the were rack, going to be poor. You were going to be poor. If yeah. you got the coin, you'd be rich. If you got the ring, you were going to find a nice husband. If you got, what was the pee? The pub was the pee. You were going to be hungry or something, which was never going to be me. I never got the pee. Um, and then there was loads of, but probably because of health and safety, they're not allowed to make them anymore. Well, it, it, it could be dangerous. I would say that if anyone swallowed But they were always wrapped in a bit of greaseproof paper. Yeah. Yeah. Like you yeah. couldn't, I mean, yes. you'd want to be a savage to be milling yeah. into I used slice. to love because it's not I like think. there would have been doorsteps yeah. of our yeah. either because it would have been because we shared were farmer eaters and whatever my mother used to make um, uh, cold cannon cold cannon oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. and she used to hide the money in the cold yeah. cannon yeah. so you'd have that with the bacon and the cabbage yeah. and, and the, it was in the great and, great 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 and there'd be yeah. pennies to twopences fivepences yeah. tenpences and a 50 pence piece there'd only be one of them that was the oh, big one Carmel do you remember we were talking earlier on about uh, pumpkins there was no such thing in, in my turnip. day it was the turnip, turnip. Uh, trying to carb a turnip a turnip oh. lethal and and then uh, put a, a lump of a candle into it and oh that sweet that she'd have pinched out of the church because yeah. it was at the end of it yeah. they were finished yeah. it <laughs> they were finished it yeah, the, yeah. well I don't like honest. saying that but yeah you're I right but like when you, th- but even my girls were saying that, uh, Mum, you put us all into black bin bags, yeah, and yeah. you know, but they yeah. were creative, and they'd be. Right. I Jeez. never, I never had a bit of makeup left uh, when the kids were younger because they'd be all using it yeah. on themselves and the pals down the road and everything, and go out trick or treating. But I remember when I was a youngster, and uh, the the moon landing had only happened, and I was going those thing on in the school there was a competition so I was the youngest of six and four of them were boys so they decided yeah you know what you dress up as an astronaut so they got this hideous brown jacket and brown trousers and put me into that and I was there like an idiot <laughs> and then I don't know whether you remember when when the moon landing did you have a fishbowl in your head then yeah the... yeah and then no what was worse was do you remember the astronaut suits used to have all b- b- buttons on the front? Of Car flex yeah. boxes. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. They hung a transistor radio <laughs> out of my neck. <laughs> and Mark, you still talk to these the brothers. And uh, I didn't win. <laughs> yeah, but that was... Uh, but you had to be oh, so spider. I remember doing the spider with the black tights. 
Oh, yeah. I got three pairs of black tights and I stuffed them with, I can't remember, I think I might have chopped up pillows and used the inside of the pillows. But I remember stuffing the, the spider, the three pairs of tights and I had my black jumper on and I sewed the string to the toe of each of the spots. So when I walked around like that, my legs bounced. <laughs> so I loved legs. Brilliant. But you know what Teacher I think, wanted to send me home. about because Halloween? There's so leaving. many... Yeah, the family kind of um, get-togethers like Christmas, Easter, whatever. This is a community one. Yes. And that's what I like about Halloween. It's a community gathering. Yeah. It's like the lights in Drogheda at the minute. Fabulous. There's, there's families, there's friends walking around together. There's families and friends trick-or-treating together. And it's not your family all getting together. It's a community yes. uh, holiday. The and only I just think it's lovely. It's the whole idea yeah. of Samhain is but, to remember but, yeah. but I do. We've together. only a few smallies on our road, so I'm the good witch. So I go, to, go around to them and give them colouring books on Halloween. Oh, no, do you know yeah. why she does that? Because our doorbell doesn't ring 150 times. <laughs> Mary, it, it does too. Well, my, my, my doorbell I, doesn't ring because I I'm pray in that it rings and I get rid of all the sweets because be up in the press otherwise. Yeah. I know. And oh, we, we not want not. Sweets, used to do the sweets. My one would go round and she'd get them. Do you know they need the crap sweets to be in the bag? Yeah. I'd go through as she'd arrive back and they'd be fired back into the bowl and go back out the door. Yeah, that absolutely. Because didn't yeah. like crap sweets. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a great evening. It really is in seriousness. And you are right. It involves so many people yeah. nowadays and it's grown into something very special. So it has. And look yeah. at yourselves today. Can I give a little special yeah, message quickly. on that? So go it on. is a time of remembrance and it is a time of contemplation and so this is the night that we think of anyone who has passed who has been close to us whether it's this year or before that this is the time that we do remember them and if you believe in such a thing they may come back just to say ah, a final goodbye. Lovely way mm. to finish the day. You're great. Thank you so much for dressing up. It's been wonderful. Happy Halloween, Happy everybody. Halloween, Happy Halloween, Jerry. Happy Halloween, Jerry. Traditional Irish stew is actually made with mutton. Thank you indeed to all who messaged me in. And the final pair of tickets I have uh, for the Sound Festival of Food and Culture, that cookery demonstration in the Red Chapel cookery, and uh, the Red Chapel, it's on next Sunday from one until five o'clock. They're going today to Josephine Shoige. Well done, Josephine. We'll be in touch and arrange for the tickets and enjoy that afternoon next Sunday for the full programme of the festival and uh, booking boynevalleyflavours.ie for the Sound Festival of Food and Culture taking place in Kells between the 2nd and the 5th of November. They have a terrific lineup. It is simply, simply wonderful. Joanne, thanks for your message. Yes, it is. We were talking to the uh, girls about uh, the war in the Middle East. Uh, Joanna's just saying it's horrific. Neither side seems to want peace. It's horrendous, heartbreaking. She can't watch the news anymore. The poor children with no chance, life taken away. All we can do is pray. Please, God, there'll be a ceasefire. Thanks indeed. I'm sure you echo many, many people feeling the very same, Joanne, this afternoon. Just saw there at lunchtime, those, we were talking about uh, dogs and uh, training dogs last week with Huey Rooney. The XL Bully Dogs are to be banned in the UK from the end of the year. They are banning the breed completely in the UK. So um, we watch this space uh, with interest. And do remind you, I'm reminding you again, if you have uh, flood issues, water issues in your area, please do let us know. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp. Pop us in a picture or an image of what's going on in your area and we will let people know, I promise you. Now let's do this on Late Lunch. Five, four, three, two... One. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... The number four from this very week in the year 2000. And when I tell you the group came from the Bahamas, it was released in July of 2000 and their first and only hit it would be in the UK. It made it actually up to number two in the UK charts, primarily because it was championed by the legendary DJ John Peel. He played it incessantly and it went on to be the biggest selling single of 2000 and not having achieved the number one on the charts. Interesting, isn't it? It won Grammy for Best Dance Recording. Here it is. (laughs) You know it well. Bahamen. Who let the dogs out? 
our number four and top five countdown from this very week in the year 2000. If you let them out into your back garden at the minute, your house will be destroyed. Just a bit of advice there with the mud in the gardens. Anyway, we'll bring you three tomorrow, two on Thursday and the big number one from this week in 2000 on Friday, around about this time on Late Lunch. Final break of this Halloween show and afterwards I'm joined by Judy Moriarty who's produced a delightful wee book about Iha Hauna. I'm sure you heard the news earlier today if you're a Bruce Springsteen fan. Yes, he's coming to Ireland next year, 2024. He has dates in Dublin, Cork, Kilkenny and Belfast. So there you are, Springsteen fans. You'll be absolutely over the moon that the boss is coming back. He's had to actually uh, cancel some gigs recently because he hasn't been too well, but he is coming to Ireland next year. Big concerts to look forward to on the line on late lunch to finish today's show on Halloween is Judy Moriarty. Afternoon Judy. Afternoon Jerry. how are you? I'm really good and I'm all the better for having received your lovely book called Penny Feelings Magical Iha Hauna read it myself and one of my granddaughters Ava who's a great reader read it cover to cover and gives you five stars for the book it's great. Oh, thanks, Ava. That's fantastic. Great review. She (laughs) loves it. I mean, it's a dainty little book. It really, really is. And look, it it, it is Halloween day and this is Ia Hauna as well. Tell us the story behind the book, why you've produced it. Okay, well, this is a little book and it's about my childhood growing up in Trim and County Mead. And as you know, Trim is such a beautiful historic town. And I really have great memories from those times back in the 1970s. Uh, Simpler times, times when our costumes were made and just wandering around the streets trim on Halloween night. It was just absolutely fantastic. Um, As you can see, there's some lovely little shops in the book. And um, we used to have little goodie bags from all the people who we knew so well along the streets in those days. And um, all of the characters in the book are real and all of the buildings in the book are real. Although some of them, because people have passed on, we've tweaked them a little bit. But otherwise, all true to character and buildings are all, all, all there as well still. Oh, yeah, we got that from it for sure, because it had to be local knowledge going right through the book. Um, the story is really of, of communion year and then segueing into the Halloween time and all the old traditions are in there. That's right. They are indeed. They are indeed. And times of great, great times and great fun. And there's a purpose. The other purpose of the book is uh, the sales of the book. You have a a project in mind. Yes. Um, The sales of the book are going towards the autism classes in Kilbride National School. Now, Kilbride National School is just a couple of kilometres outside Trim Town. And they opened their first class in 2022 and a second one in 2023. Now, Jerry, what they are trying to do here is they're trying to provide a little sensory garden for the children. And if we can kickstart this project off with the sales from Penny, it's just going to give them a great boost and great for the children's needs to be able to play outside in. And where can the book be got? Judy. So the book can now be bought in Lynch's supermarket in on Emmett Street in Trim. It can be bought in Castle Crafts, which is on Market Street in Trim, and the Trim Photo Centre um, in, in Trim as well. So those three places have some stocks left of Penny at the moment. I love all the images in it as well, and it's illustrated by Margarita Kilcooley. She's a talented illustrator, may I say. Yes, Mags Kakuli has just worked so hard. I mean, it's got to take, it really took a year to put together, Jerry. And Mags Kakuli has just, she literally brought Penny to life again. She's absolutely brilliant. And she's put so much time into this for us and for the charity and a lot of patience as well, particularly with me, with all the changes that I was throwing at her. From time to time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the author's so. prerogative as well, may I say, Judy. <laughs> well, as, as you say, she's brilliant and she works for Kalkuli Design again and for Bride. And she's, as you can see from her work, she's absolutely fantastic. Mm. The images in it that make me smile Kimberly, uh, Mikado, and Coconut Cream Biscuits. <laughs> oh, Lord. And the, the Lemon Sherberts. Now you're bringing me back for sure. Oh, my gosh. And in that particular little shop, you used to go in and get them. They were actually in tins. Yes. So you would, you know, 
the lady in there would give them to you in a little bag and just fantastic. Yeah, because you see, what they did was, you're right, the biscuits, biscuits came in these lovely uh, big tins and they were in layers with greaseproof paper and they used to weigh them out into a scales. <laughs> You'd buy them by weight, uh, which right. is absolutely, uh, uh, oh my God, have you jogged my memory. Do you see at the inside the back page, I wanted to ask you this, the Smith's Champagne Ciderette. Yes. Yeah. So Smith's was a bottling company yeah. and that was in Market Street in Trimmon uh, and during the 70s gave great employment to a lot of people. So again, it'll bring back a lot of memories, you know, to people. And they would do Smith's Lemonade, Orange and, um, you know, if you're going on a picnic or whatever, um, we had family who worked there, particularly a brother and he'd sneak, sneak you out a little bit of uh, Smith's Lemonade or Smith's Champagne side dress, which is my favourite. For my seventh story, you'd be heading down the porchy fields to the boyne for our picnics during the summer. Ah, it's just uh, so nice, the book. And the story flows magically. You have the fairies in there. You have the mystique of Halloween night. Everything. Tell me, did we able to... I asked the girls who were with me earlier, women, uh, Kira, Sinead and Carmel, uh, and I don't think I got an answer on it. When you did the apple hanging from the door, they talked about it all right. Were you able to get a bite out of that apple? No, never. Me neither. <laughs> Thank God there's somebody else in the world. I thought it was only me. It was a devil, wasn't it, to get it out of it? An absolute devil. And you'd want the two hands for that, but we had to keep them behind our backs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, lo- love the book. I absolutely love the book. I really, really do. It's called Penny Feelings Magical Iha Hauna. And I have to say, you have done a wonderful job on this book. Support it. Support the school. Your children will love it. They will indeed. What age would you be talking about? Seven, eight, nine, around that age to read. Seven, yeah. eight, and nine, yeah. Darian. Can I just say a huge thank you to all the people who turned out on Thursday night? We just had a fantastic crowd. And for the people who came out to support us. Yeah. Great stuff. You. Lovely to talk to you, Judy. Good luck. Thanks, Jerry. Take, Take care. care. Bye. Bye bye. Just a quick uh, message before we go. Bruce tickets. Bruce Springsteen, €168.80. And most people will have to buy two. Thanks for that message this afternoon to us on the show, Hester. That's it today. Thanks to Eamon Doyle, who guided me through the last couple of hours. See you tomorrow at half one. Eddie Caffrey on the way. We'll say goodbye to you with Julie Enjoy your Halloween night. Stay safe, folks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.